adjacent. You're listening to the Sports Adjacent. Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent. With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network. We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent. Mic check one, two, and a place to be. You understand me? You feel me? All right. What was the other one? You hear me? You had three. Yeah, there it is. There it is. You, when you first started saying... You understand me? I thought you were saying you can't stop me, or you're going to stop me, or something. Like that. I, the literal answer to your question of "Do you understand me?" was no. I did not. You don't look like you're in album mode today, man. You you are decked out today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just like an adult, uh, went to church today. So, um, you know, you look like you just walked right off the cover of Esquire. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I deserve respect. You know, industry. Sometimes, you know, you want to feel like a sir. You know, you want to get respected with the sir. You know, a lot of times people, you know, get familiar with you because, you know, they, you know, listen to your stuff or see you on TV or whatever. So, you know, they're like, ah, Tony Gill, Tony Gill. But, you know, I'm, you know, a 30-year-old man about to have a child. So, and I need some sirs thrown my way. Feel me? Doesn't it, isn't that just an indication that you're old? Don't you say, don't people say sir to someone that's clearly older than them uh not all the time no it's, it's i view sir as a as a term of in of respect to whomever okay. whomever whom, whomever so you'd like me to start <laughs> i can see your with, face with this just, coat you were on. just hoping you got that right <laughs> yeah. with this coat on you know I, I would definitely like a couple sirs okay like yeah. would you like me to start addressing you as i mean sir? If, okay. if you could okay That'd well, you're doing a fine job getting this podcast going, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Thank and you. you look fantastic today, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to Sports Adjacent. I'm Jason <laughs> Leisure. Uh, Russ Dorsey is out. I got my producer, Tony Gill, here. And uh, we've been working on a great, hilarious, best of episode. One of my favorite things of working on these with you whenever we do this, which is not very often, but when we do, it's always funny to watch you listening to an old segment because I can't hear what you've got in your headphones, but I just see you. I just see you laughing. And I'm sure it's usually about something that you heard yourself say like 90% of the time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I, and, and I think it's good for us to do these because we've put out so many episodes now and you know, new people are listening and joining this wave, uh, that they need to be reminded that we've done some hilarious stuff, uh, over the course of our tenure on Sports Adjacent, and people just need to be reminded that hey, we we got jokes, and yeah. this is a fun space and uh, a very communicative space, and we, we want to always want to bring people in. We don't want to shut people out from the inside jokes. Uh, we want to constantly bring people in and have them understand that we're all a fun family. That's right, sir. Thank you. These so, but we have distilled it down into like the best of the best. So, mm-hmm. like these episodes that we chose, these handful of segments from to share with you guys today, are these are taken from episodes that were like a year or more ago, and we went through probably a set of ten episodes to find the six or seven best segments from those. So, this is mm-hmm. going to be like even if you have heard these before, mm-hmm. you're gonna laugh. You're gonna like these. I am someone who rewatches and re-listens to comedy. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, I can't get the same rewatch value out of like a drama when you're talking about TV shows or something like that. But something that's funny, yeah, 
The Office, Parks and Rec, Modern Family, things like that. I can hear the same jokes. It's like music. I can listen to it over and over and over. Uh, Tony Gill laughing at his own jokes on our show is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. You can use our link, sheetsgiggles.com slash SA and promo code sports. And that's going to get you 23% off everything on their website, including the mattress. There's a huge several hundred dollar savings on the mattress, depending on which size mattress you need. That's a great deal. Um, But man, if nothing else, I highly recommend jumping on the sheet set right now. If not for yourself as Mm -hmm. a gift, you got Mother's Day, Father's Day coming up the next two months. But it is the perfect time of year for the sheet set. It's that silky smooth, 100% eucalyptus. Keeps you cool at night. It's the perfect sheet for the summers. Like We've been talking about the flannel boys, right? It's been warming up in Chicago. You need to fold up, put the flannel boys away. And put the sheet set on. I'm telling you, you don't want to wake up men, particularly. You know what I'm talking about. You know, you wake up, you it's a nice day, and you sleeping in the in your boxers, and you take a whiff of yourself in the morning. And it's like, whoa! What do you mean you take a whiff of yourself? You, you just because the sweat and the heat in that area, it just whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and to well, avoid that, I mean, and you, if you can smell it, you're probably not the only one that can smell exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. So you want to get ahead of that. Get the sheet set; it'll keep you cool and comfortable throughout the night. It was a weird way of getting there, but he made a good point. I, I mm-hmm. agree with him. So go to sheetsgiggles.com/sa. Okay, that's a great. He's pantomiming getting a whiff of himself. Once again, forgetting he's there's no camera on him. Go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. Use our promo code SPORTS. You'll get 23% off everything. Great, great gift for Mother's Day, Father's Day. But it's really great gift for yourself. Like, Don't miss your chance here to have the best sleep you could possibly have this summer. Sports Jason is also brought to you by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and get this offer. Uh, your first bet gets paid back up to $1,000 in free betting credits if you don't win. So bet you can bet on the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, baseball's going, all this stuff's over on BetMGM. And your first bet, you're either you either it's win win. You either win like you actually win, or if you don't win, if you bet on uh, if you bet on the Bulls to beat the Heat in that play in game, you wouldn't have won, but you would have got paid back up to a thousand dollars on that bet to try again from BetMGM. Uh, use our promo code adjacent one thousand, and they'll pay back your first bet up to a thousand dollars if you don't win. Bet MGM, the king of sportsbooks. Tone, I was watching you listen to some of these as we were going through. You know, you were searching a certain set of episodes. Mm-hmm. I was searching a certain set of episodes. And even over my own headphones, listening to something, I heard you just giggling, just yes. uncontrollably. And and I almost knew, because I knew the range you were looking at, which episode. <laughs> I'm like, this has got to be the one where he's talking about watching sex scenes with his parents on TV. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we all have those situations now as adults where, you know, your parents have tried to protect you from things and your innocence uh, before you saw things too soon. Uh, but when that time has come where, you know, in so many words, you, you've grown up and you have I know seen what those the world, are. And you have experienced the world and you know what things are. <laughs> That you boldly sit next to your parents as a sex scene comes on on television or at the movies, and you proudly project that I am adult, and I can watch this with no shame, or I don't have to look away. 
and that's a very very <laughs> proud moment for a younger uh young adult that's good you felt empowered good i'm glad yes good for you yes. sir I, I cannot wait for for that time for you where you have to explain how that goes for the first time in the leisure household i can wait <laughs> Russ, you grew, you, you grew up as a pastor's kid. There had to have been I things did. that you were not allowed to watch that you found I, a way to watch. Like the Simpsons, for example, we would either watch it at my dad's or if my parents weren't home, if we were at my mom's and my parents weren't home, then that was like, let's go. Let's do it. Turn yeah. it on right now. And then as soon as you hear the uh, the garage door opening, change it to PBS, turn it off and go run and act like you're practicing your clarinet or something. Yeah. I mean, you had to have had something like that. I, so this is where my parents, they're funny because like they're cool now and we're cooler as me and my brother got older, even in our like high school years. But like in our early adolescent years, they were like super. You can't we could watch Pokemon, Digimon. We couldn't watch. We couldn't watch the whole tower. We couldn't have Pokemon cards. We couldn't have Yu-Gi-Oh cards. What's the reasoning? Is it because it's violence or it's like it was like the devil? Uh, yes, yes. There you go, Tony. There oh, there go. were definitely things where that was the reason in our house. <laughs> yeah, having those little demon cards in your house. I go had them demon cards in our house. And then we couldn't. We I don't couldn't. think my parents ever really knew enough about what Pokemon was. Yeah, I was. I'm a little old for that, I think. But my youngest brother was into that. But it's all just like goofy little creatures and all they can do is say their own name. Let, so I don't let, think my parents, I don't think that registered as a threat the way like Power Rangers did. And let me tell you something life. about, let me tell you something about black people, Jason, especially <laughs> church, church going. Okay. Hold on a second. Let me uh, get my notes. Write it down. Here. Yeah. Okay. If there's something uh, that. I, what should I, what should I title this page in my notes? Uh, black church folks. Okay. <laughs> if they don't understand what it is to be the devil it's the Man. devil okay it's right. the, devil. the 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 harry potter way the, all right oh, i was getting to that tony i was getting to that i was getting to that that's so, kind of I, I was just just to um just to offer you some insight into the whites that was also how my parents viewed things <laughs> okay. through that okay. through that lens my mom definitely was like if it seems weird or doesn't make sense devil yeah, we're not gonna have that. We're not gonna, have not gonna be watching those demonic Power Rangers or those demonic Ren and Stimpy or that demonic SpongeBob. Or Ren and Stimpy yeah. was kind of wild. I, I got it. Looking back on it, Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, that was an adult. Wild. That was an adult show. That was adult show. Oh, we loved that when we were kids. That was um, that came out when I was a kid. So yeah, Harry Potter was prime my my youth. So we couldn't read the books and we couldn't watch the movies at our parents' house. Um. So anytime I would go to a friend's house for a sleepover or go to my cousin's house who didn't have those restrictions, we would obviously watch those things. And it was great. I remember one time me and my brother were watching The Simpsons. We thought we had the volume down low enough. We were in there sniggling and giggling. And then all of a sudden we had the door open and my mom literally, kid you not, jumps out. Oh no! Like, ha! Got y'all asses. <laughs> Got y'all asses. She didn't say that because... You know, church lady. She would lady. never. She she would never. Would but never. that was what she implied. And then we just go, ah! Like we got caught. Like we were so scared. Like she was not sneaky at all. Usually we'd always catch her. But like this time, she got us. Like we were in there freaking out. And then she's like, yeah, I saw y'all in here. I knew y'all was in here watching it. But I think that was like the one where she's like, you know what? I don't even care anymore because y'all are just going to sneak and watch it anyway. So then we just, they kind of loosened up the restrictions. And then as we got older, they did not care. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. 
like me and Russ can can vibe out to to that. I remember uh, if you know the Simpsons came on and we were at my grandparents' house, like, we all watching that filth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> watching, watching that filth. Tur- the Simpsons. The Simpsons, you know which is like you know nothing. You know what's funny? It's like they say that filth. It's like grandma. People are having sex on TV out here. <laughs> we're watching that. Like we just also also jokes. filth. Also filth. filth. The filthy filth. <laughs> I've been re-watching The Simpsons. It's on Disney Plus. My kids have Disney Plus. And this is Simpsons. They have the entire archive on there. I don't know if you guys grew up big fans of that show. Yes. Um, and uh, that di- Simpsons is the only thing I've been watching on Disney Plus. I don't think there's anything else there for me. Um, and it amazes me how much, how many times Homer Simpson says something that I could have imagined Tony saying. Really? Yes. Hmm. He's like anti-reading, anti-thinking. He, he would totally subscribe to your, well, I'm more interesting because I'm uninformed. Yeah. Hmm. And he's one of our most famous and beloved characters of all time. Just like you, yes. Point made. Um, my mom has swung way the other direction, though, because, like, do you guys watch Ozark? Uh, Yeah, it's one of our great shows on Netflix. Russ, you watch show. it? Too? You watch it. I don't too, watch, right? but yeah. I've heard it's a solid okay. show. It is really good. You don't need to watch every one of these shows that everybody says is great. You don't have time for that, possibly. I don't. Um, but my mom's the one that got me on the Ozark. I was at my mom's house like mm-hmm. several years ago, and she's like, you have to watch the show Ozark. And so she turns it on, and it's the first episode. And the first episode, they're getting caught for something by the cartel. And mm-hmm. they're like, I think they're like ch- shooting them and then chopping up their bodies and putting them in d- steel drums or something. And I'm sitting there like, I look over. Yeah, I look over. This is the first episode, Tony. Spoiler alert. Come on. How is it a spoiler alert if I talk about Russ something? hasn't seen it. The show's been out for five years, Tony. It's not spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah if that if something if that's spoiled for you at this point, that's on you. It's right. not a huge it's not a huge plot point anyway. Um, but that's how grisly it is. Kind of like breaking bad. Um and like I turn I look over at my mom being like, How are you watching this? Like, how are you the one telling me to watch? And she's asleep, naturally. So I sit through the rest of this show, like, you know, just watching people get shot and uh, you know, chopped up and whatever else. And like that's the kind of st- apparently that apparently Simpsons was not okay, but now Ozark is like Ozark's fine. <laughs> you know what's Moms funny? What? Are crazy, man. Go ahead. No, no, to their to their credit though, like as I watch my young nephew the boy, a.k.a. Ja, you know, grow up, like, I understand, like, their brains soak up everything. So, I get wanting to, well, Jason, you're the only parent here. You can probably attest to this. Like, protecting the mind and innocence of of a child is like a 24-hour gig. Well, finding the line between doing that and over-sheltering them is the real challenge. And that's something you're having to constantly reevaluate and is very subjective. And usually you got two people, you know, usually you got two parents trying to match up their sensibilities or what they think, where they think the line is. And so you're very, you end up being like very inconsistent in that. Hmm. But my parents were very consistent. It was just, you know, hard no on everything. (laughs) (laughs) It was consistent. That. I think like my it's weird like it's cool that your parents get cooler as they they get older but like like my mom for instance she's like super into history watches all these like gruesome 
history documentaries where there's like blood everywhere and <laughs> people getting mowed down by the the English, the British when they came over here and all this other stuff. And then I'll we'll be watching a movie together and a guy will get stabbed and she'll like look away. I'm like, Ma, do you know what you watch? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Yeah. And she'd be like, no, and like flip the channel. I'm like, Ma, this is the best <laughs> You know, you know what you know to that point, Russ, you know what's funny now as an adult now? We just talked about like satis- satisfying things. Yes. Like one of the things that is hilarious to me now in adulthood is watching television, you know, Ozark or the like. Um, and then a sex scene comes on. I Dude, stare I was, right oh, at my God. Yes. I stare right at them and be like, oh, mm-hmm, I'm going to no. watch this whole scene. And I'm enjoying it. And I'm enjoying it. Tony's funny. Now, Tony, I was really going to make that point too because me and my family, like, we all watched Insecure on HBO when it was out. And like, they're Yo, being, they, they be clapping cheeks on bro, show, People bro. be getting cracked in there, right? <laughs> so I'm like, I know I can watch this, but like, pastor and pastor wife, what y'all doing watching this? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, then I would, I'm 27 years old. Then I'm sitting up here uncomfortable watching my favorite show because y'all are here watching it too. I, the last thing I want if I'm watching something with my parents which doesn't really happen that often because I don't live with them. Um, I guess I'm guessing this is a much more regular occurrence for you, Tone. Uh, the last thing I want is for some graphic sex scene to pop up in whatever show or movie we're watching. Oh, but you, but you, yeah, you, you embrace <laughs> it. You're, look, you're, you're looking for it. I want it. You're like, this would be great. I'd be like, hold I, what, I, what I want hold right now, eyes. what I want hold right now is to watch a graphic nude sex scene next to my parents. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Because it's That's what always you like. funny. It's always funny to watch them squirm. Like, yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me to look away now. I know what those are. I know what that is. I know what's going on. <laughs> I, know I know what, what those, those are. <laughs> <laughs> I know what happens at the end here. I know about this, mom. Oh my god. <laughs> Tony is a wild boy. I know, I what, know those what those are. are. I know what those are. All right. It it took a while to really narrow the vocabulary that I use on the show to choose my words carefully enough that I wouldn't get hit with any number of Tony or Russ reactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a yo is common to to hear mm-hmm. in any sentence. You could be talking about anything. You'd be talking about just going to Home Depot and you're like, yeah, I got to buy a drill. And then there you go. Tony. Mm-hmm. Will. You. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, so I worked on to help myself. I worked on co- compiling a list of all of the words, all of the completely normal words in the rest of the world, but words that you cannot say on our podcast. I'm sure you've heard me many times in the last few weeks struggle with uh, what I can or can't say on this podcast without Tony interrupting it by giggling or uh, go ahead, Tony, you want to drop your catchphrase here? <sighs> Uh, which one? I got to <laughs> see. It's ruined. You okay. messed it up. Appreciate it, Tony. So anyway, I, I had Tony work on uh, a list for me of all the words that I can't say on this podcast. Oh, no. And now, Tony Gill reads. Presented by Sheets and Giggles. What's up, fellas? <laughs> 
Tony Gill with glasses is ready to go here. And I see Tony sent in some words that Jason can't say on this year. Well, that uh, anyone can't say. Podcast. Happy well, then why would you have them read them? You guys. That makes two um, idiots in the room. Well, this is Tony Gill with glasses. Tony Gill actually isn't here at the present moment. Um, thanks, Russ, for not acknowledging me as a human being. You know, well, first of all, Tony, you know, as, as, a, as, a, uh-huh. as, <laughs> as a fellow Tony black Gil- man with glasses, Russ, I thought you would understand. Tony Gill with glasses. If we read something on here that gets us canceled, I'm whooping you and Tony's <laughs> and Jason's ass. These are all just normal words. You say that until you're on CNN. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. The following list is a list of words that are completely normal, ordinary, appropriate, and completely oh, acceptable geez. in the rest of the world, but you can't say them on this show because of Tony Gill. <clears throat> Meat. Big. <laughs> Position. Wood. Stroke. Whole. Sausage. Hard, mayo, long, finish, bed, pole, active, lotion, tight, loose, satisfied, banana, rigid, smash, smush, slam, load, Milk, <laughs> mouth, back door, getting up, juicy, blow, pause, peach, ram, any kind of nut, car wash, slinging, wet, pleased, and also the letter D. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, the first word of that being meat, <laughs> y'all are wild, man. I don't, I don't know what to do with y'all. All right, I'm gonna put you on the spot here about guests, mm-hmm. and don't, don't think, don't try to like avoid hurting somebody's feelings, mm-hmm. but just right off the top of your head, like guests that we've had on Sports Adjacent the last two plus years that you just love. You love when we have blank. Birds aren't real, guy. Peter McIndoe. Yes. It was he, he was okay. It was okay. <laughs> it was more okay than great. We were shooting for great. Is he still with us? Like alive? Yeah. Peter McIndoe, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Birds aren't real is still thriving, man. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him staying alive. First name that would have come to mind for me would either be Dion Miller or Chris Cody. And Dion yes. Miller is probably on with us like once a year. We don't often want to drag Dion Miller, you know prestigious, respected, wholesome yeah. Dion Miller down into what this is. It's like it, it drops down like a, a quick sec when she joins us, but it's so spread like from her last visit that it doesn't really impact it too much. If it was too like it's like your field goal percentage, right? She'll miss a shot with sports adjacent in terms of her prestige. But then it'll go back up to, you know, the high per- high percentage she's been shooting, you know, before. There you go. There's so many great things Dion Miller has done in her limited appearances with us. Um, I don't know if anything beats Anchor Woman for me. Oh, and top. not only is Dion so good at the delivery, but that's what she does for a job. She delivers the news. Mm-hmm. She knows how to be a stately news person. But in this, we're throwing at her real life incidents, either from 
our life, like Tony Gill going to a daycare where they threatened to put a turtle on top of your head uh, that would eat your hair, or uh, things that have happened on our show. We're just throwing that at her. And not only does she have to have the delivery, but she has to improvise. Mm-hmm. She has to act. She has to put this together on the fly. And she was so great at it. Mm-hmm. That's actually a perfect segue into a game I want to play, Russ. Let's do it. Well, we have esteemed newswoman Dion Miller, and I would like to play anchor woman with Dion Miller. Dion, can you give us like, all right, you're in it. You're sometimes like anchor, right? Like you've done this before. I mean, I've done it. Yes. Yeah. Come on. More sports or than news, but whatever. We can do give, it. I want you to give us like the newswoman report of uh, a couple of these things I've jotted down that um, that have happened on our show. So, okay. uh, we have in one case, in this instance, in our first scenario, we have Russ uh, wanting to put hands on Tony for slurping custard and eating a sub sandwich during our podcast recording after multiple times being told not to do those things. A man was nearly assaulted for enjoying his lunch of both a custard and a sandwich while at his work desk. Yo, a man was nearly assaulted. It's true, newsy. But it's all, yes, true, but also so newsy. I love it. I couldn't even do it without laughing, though. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I could think on the fly, you guys. I'm not very good at this. No, no, you, no, that was excellent. You're killing You're killing Tony's from Tony's from Burbank. If you need to go to like a local man or a Burbank man or whatever. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you. Um, all right. So last summer, we have so it's hot out. We have Tony uh, deciding to on just like a Thursday morning, just like a normal. You know, everyone else is at their jobs. Tony is riding down his street in his neighborhood on a scooter, motorized scooter, like for elderly people, and uh, wearing a fur coat with no shirt underneath. And uh, his only explanation for any of this, as he posted this on social media, was, quote, vibes of a guru. Uh, This is really hard, because I want to make it newsy. Like, a man was nearly arrested for indecent exposure while on computer going no more than three miles an hour, (laughs) shouting things of some sort of a guru. (laughs) Yes, perfect. Perfection. It's like you do this for a living or something. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that was awful. No, it was not. No, that was great. No, no, no. He should have been arrested, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, everything she said was probably true. Honestly, there are some stories they read. There are some stories that the news people read, and I'm like standing there waiting to do sports, and I cannot keep it in. Like, I start laughing because it's just, they're so serious. And sometimes it's like, they rescued a squirrel from the tree. And you're like, oh my gosh, do you hear the things that are coming out of your mouth? Like, what is happening? That's funny. Oh my goodness. This makes me Sorry. want to do more of this. This makes me want to go get more uh, news. Like, let's get Michael Kim on to do this next week. <laughs> oh my yeah. Gosh. That would be so awesome. Good. Uh, in other news, because he'd be uh, so we go now. To, we go no, now to Bur- Burbank. And do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We go now to Burbank, where a man was riding down his street on a motorized <laughs> scooter, not wearing a shirt, uh, but wearing a fur coat. <laughs> All right, last one for you, Dion. Here, Dion, uh, as we play Anchor Woman, uh, Tony, as a child, went to a daycare where they would put a turtle on the kids' heads if they didn't take their naps, and the, the threat was the turtle would eat their hair if they uh, if they didn't take their naps. So local daycare huh? exposed. 
Oh my gosh. That's yep. real? Think, you said Dion that thinks we made that up. Dion thinks we made that up. <laughs> no, that, 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 that was real. That's not real. Yeah. yeah if they wouldn't, at, the if, at this daycare, daycare, at this daycare, if they wouldn't take their naps correctly, they would put the pet turtle on their head, telling uh, them that it will eat your hair. Hold on. This, this wasn't Burbank. This was the inner city. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. An inner city daycare is being investigated for illegally putting turtles on children's <laughs> heads and threatening them that it would eat their hair if they did not take naps. Back to you. <laughs> It was totally interesting to me when you were talking about getting your eyebrows threaded in advance of a big wedding, because I, I've never been to any salon for anything. Mm-hmm. I've never gotten my nails done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ever any, been manscaped? No. Any, any kind of waxing. Do okay. that at home. Okay. Uh, what else do you get done? Like a, a, a facial peeling mm-hmm. or something like that, or a, a tanning bed or a mud bath or I've never done any of that. Bleaching? And, Thank you, Tom. Gotcha. Uh, if you, I, I, I've not encountered something that I needed to do for my own grooming that I couldn't just manage well enough at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you probably thought that too for a while until your wife said, "No, you're getting these eyebrows taken care of." Yeah, you I thought, these I, gigantic I, fuzzy caterpillars on your face. Yeah, I thought I was doing all right. You know, I get compliments on my eyebrows a bunch, um, specifically on your eyebrows. Specifically, people walk up to you and almost like, my whole life. You got some sexy eyebrows, sir. Facts. Wow. You know, like it, people are like, oh, do you do your eyebrows? I'm like, no, nah, this is how it is. You understand me? <laughs> the goat. <laughs> but yeah, like I I thought I didn't have an issue. I was going to just get my hair cut and we all, we all good. But apparently not so. There's like levels to this grooming, male grooming stuff that I was not privy to. But, uh, but boy, uh, I soon learned enough. Were you getting more and more nervous as you got closer to it like as if you were going in for surgery and then it's like yeah. the final preparations they've got you laying back i assume yeah yeah i thought it i thought it'd be you know they'll grab like some razor or something and be like all right you good get up out of here and i was like i could just do that myself or i can i mean it sounds easy enough but no that is not the case uh, i was forewarned by my brother uh christian who did it for his wedding uh before it's like having a surgical tool placed on your skin and then I be- began to, to to get nervous. I got my eyebrows threaded for the wedding. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about this. That was Friday, Ooh. right? Yeah, man. Did they make you do that? Yeah. Who's this? the 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 wife or the or your brother? Yeah, my my sister. Yeah, set up the appointment. Everything. No, you're going. Quote, end quote. I mean, your eyebrows look good. They look nice and sharp, but I, I didn't, I haven't been sitting here all along being like, Tony's eyebrows are weird. You look what, surprised. What? <laughs> Tony does. He just constantly yeah, always yeah, looks surprised. Silly looking surprised. Yeah. His eyebrows are just like permanently in the shape of being surprised. That could set you up for some bad situations when somebody, you know, asks you a question that could be a totally normal question. Like, if, if your fiance is like, where were you last night? Why didn't you return my text? And you just have this shocked, like arched eyebrows expression. It's going to immediately make you look guilty, I think. Now, I did not get them arched. I got them, quote, touched up. And then the 
the uni- unibrow strands cleaned up. Okay. So uh, it was well received. Okay. They said I looked uh, a couple years younger. Uh, but it was really. Who said that? Wait, wait. Who's, who said that? Really who said difficult that? process. Who said that? People. Who Who are these people? People. And why do the and, and, and why and why did they lie to you like that? You look the same age that you yeah. did. And people that did it said that. Ash, I mean, uh, Russell, he'll come back. Oh, clearly, yeah, yeah. 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 You but, get that. Oh yeah. Have y'all ever had your eyebrows threaded? Not threaded, no. no. I've never it's, had my eyebrows done professionally. I, I try to, like, you know, take care of them, maintain them on my own because you go on camera all the time and you don't want to look You ridiculous. don't have the unibrow. You don't want no, to I've never gotten them done professionally. I'm not even so sure what threading means. What did they do to you? And oh, I found pain- out. Was it painful? <laughs> yes. Please explain the process. I've seen it done, but... So, I've never sat in the chair. I mean, it, it's not with any type of electronic device or with a knife. It's right. with threads. Yeah, and it's like, like oh, yeah. It's, it's, just like, two, it's, like, it's oh. like two threads, right? Right. But, oh, no, it's not that simple. The way they it, fe- it feels like somebody is stabbing you literally what? in the face. It is. It is. I don't look. To women that go through that, man, kudos to y'all, because that was one of the most excruciating pains. What? Dude, really? It was not fun. I cried. What? Mm-hmm. Was anyone else crying? Uh, yeah, my brother cried. Okay. Um, my dad was smart and said, no, I will have mine waxed, please. Did he do that simultaneous to you guys getting your eyebrows threaded? Right. Yes. And- and he felt how about that afterward? Uh, a lot better than what we were feeling afterward. Okay. And how long? How long will it stay threaded? Like, how long will you have no hair in those spots? I have no idea. See, that's my point. Like, if it come that same hair come back in a week and a half, I'd be upset. Like, I need mm-hmm. money back. Yeah. Like, I mean, that that's a one that's a one time thing. Unless my fiance makes me go do it before our wedding day, uh, or but, or on a random Wednesday man. when she thinks your eyebrows are looking regular, <laughs> yeah. that was that was a that was rough. So kudos to all women for enduring the pains that you oh, do. No, just I mean, their so, brothers man. are probably getting it done too. Hmm. But I know. <laughs> Have you ever gone to any kind of salon for anything other than? Like a haircut or a manicure or pedicure or something, Russ? Have you ever um, gone in no. and gotten anything waxed? Uh, no. But I've, like, yeah, you go to the spa, you get your hands done, your feet done, whatever, so you don't have, like, walking around the house with rough feet that make noise <laughs> when you walk, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> get, get, that hard, get that hard stuff scraped off your feet. Like, don't <laughs> scratching your significant other's legs yeah. up <laughs> under the covers, tearing up your sheets and giggle sheets with some rough ass feet. Like yeah, you don't want right. to do that. Yeah, don't disparage those sheets and giggles. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. It's so feet. like that's tough so, though, man. That's tough where we live with the climate, with it being what, not having rough feet. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, man. Because I I work at that constantly. I'm constantly like using the scraper on them in the shower, and then uh like putting moisturizer on them at night and everything, and in the morning, and it's like. Mm. There's still there's still some times where it's like you'll kind of feel that catching on the rug or something. <laughs> <laughs> all you I'm hear when you walk, all you hear when you walk is woo, woo, woo. <laughs> 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 you 
Yeah, man. No, you go get you get you get your little, you know, manicure, get your nails right, pedicure, get your feet right. But oh yeah, you know, your occasional massage. This would have been a good thing. I wanted I actually had this on my list of things I wanted to ask Dion Miller about last week about how you decide when to mention something to your significant other that they need to get cleaned up. You know what I mean? Because mm. my wife will mention it sometimes. And I'm glad when she does, because like it's I'd rather know than walk right. around oblivious that I've got, you know, like a, a bushel full of ear hair or something <laughs> like that, that needs to be cleaned up. My uh, my fiance, she was like, uh, just subtly asked me, uh, when's your next haircut? And that's when I know I it's time to go get a haircut. Then <laughs> um, that's why I know it's gotten too a bit too rough. Um, so then I make my next appointment. Can't so you tell you, that on your own? You do, you ever walk by, do you ever walk by a reflective surface, like a mirror or a window, or like see your face in a puddle or anything? Like, how do you not? How do you not know? How do you not know when you need a haircut? I'm my most creative in oh, starving okay. artist mode. So, really? like, you know, okay. you know how like. Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole looks like that's sure. how you know when they're about yeah. to drop a fire album, album mode. Like, yeah, that's when they're album mode. Yeah. That's that's when I'm most most creative. Russ, yeah, much that, like uh, Da Vinci or Michelangelo was. That's you know, and Kendrick Lamar and uh, Tony. You know, no, you, you know, uh, how. no, he we can't. Donald okay. Glover, Michelangelo. That's how creatives are, Russ. You wouldn't understand. I went through one season of Love Is Blind, season two, where mm-hmm. it was in Chicago. And I hate watched the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I would almost never go to even start watching a show like that, except you loved it. Yes, and you wanted to talk about Stoo-doo. it. On, you wanted to talk about it on here, mm-hmm. so I'm like, all right, I'll watch one episode. I think I watched the first episode so that I would be able to like converse fluently in this mm-hmm. and at least be able to tell you why I thought this was so dumb. And that <laughs> opinion never changed. But I did watch the entire series, mm-hmm. even the uh, roundtable. The reunion. Re- reunion that they did, yes. I did not uh, enjoy hate watching it enough to come back. I know you're <laughs> you're very dialed in. Oh, I'm still on it. Season four. They could uh, be on season nine by now. These these shows don't take much to crank out. Season four reunion is today, actually, as we're recording this. And best believe, I am going home to my lovely wife, and we are going to watch. Okay. I know there's playoffs going on. Playoffs. You know, I've been saying that all week long. Love the NBA playoffs, but love is blind is on, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Turn me up. Ashley and uh, uh, what's the dude's name? I don't know. I haven't watched this. He used to. I, I'm not into this anymore. I did the one season with you. I'm not going back. Okay. You should, though. It's good. I'm not going to, no. Um, but in this segment, we we kind of have the, the beginning of your dream, which is not only to be watching Love is Blind, mm-hmm. but to see Russ on there. Yes. How would Russ do in this show? Mm, that's a that's a bad idea, Tony. Um, first of all, <laughs> Russ wouldn't go on the show. Second of all, yeah, you would. It's no, it's no, I wouldn't. It's a game. No, it's I wouldn't. Just a game. It's How just are you telling me? It's a game, and everybody knows it's a game. No, I'm not going on there, bro. <laughs> you would do well on there because you have a great voice, and that's like the, <laughs> that's all they know from the beginning. And you can speak Spanish. True. Yeah, Thank that's you. true. I appreciate it. See, yeah. then, when my guy's supposed to like boost yeah. me up instead yeah. of what I usually do, like, I don't know yeah. how to feel right now. And oh, you're great uh, at lying to women. Wow. Oh. Wow. That is not true. That's a compliment. Listeners out there, they, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> what the that's fuck a good skill for the show. Jeez. 
Yo, go back on leave. <laughs> oh my god. I don't <laughs> Where did that come from? You know what's effed up about Jason saying that? Jason know how well I, I be treating the ladies in, in the streets. And it is not what he just said. That was purely for content. Wow. Oh my God. I don't even know what to say. Ross is an advocate of being truthful and honest with women. Oh my gosh. Tony, I wouldn't do well on that show. One, I wouldn't go on there because I don't, I'm not in the business of putting my my business in the streets like that. It's not real, Russ. It's a game. It doesn't matter, Jason. Like if I said, Russ, do you want to play Monopoly? Like it's not real. No, Jason, no, it's not. It's not even close to being the same. Everybody knows it's a game. I mean, two people ended up, two couples ended up actually staying together and being married till now. From I am not so. going on a, a a Netflix show that's watched worldwide mm-hmm. to say that I'm going to find the love of my life and get married in 30 days. TMZ is going to pull up this clip when you sign up for season three. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, they don't have a bag big enough to afford me. I can tell you that right now. Uh, Netflix, have you seen what they paid Chappelle and others? Like, I think they do. You see what they, they pay money? Read up on, on this is going to be like the Tony game where I'm like, hey, Tony, what's the least amount of money I could get you to lure an Af- uh, 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 a crocodile out of a river? <laughs> and uh, now it's going to be like, Russ, what's the least amount I could pay you to get you to do Throw this? Out there. Season three. You, we're about to find out right now. <laughs> we'll work our way down. Uh, uh, you, so, were supposed to, you were supposed to give us your uh, your final thoughts on, on Deep D and Shake. Yeah. All right, so uh, dismissing uh, her physically. Deep D is very, very cute. Um, the dude, he like just he just like a regular dude. So mm-hmm. um I he uh, doesn't think so. From episode one, yeah, I could tell, he, I could he tell by the jacket he had on his pictures. Else. Yeah. I think <laughs> he thinks he's like really? a GQ model. Um Sal Shana. Mm-hmm. That sucks for the the other dude that didn't didn't know that he was talking to her because she's fine and uh the Natalie she's she's cute too. So what, spoiler alert: Shane gets with Natalie and they seem like they're in a happy relationship. Oh, good for them. Uh, Shana gets with an atheist, um, and she uh tries to deny him the entire time, uh, and then eventually breaks up with him because her faith matters so much to him. But then in the meantime, tries to break up Natalie and Shane. Oh, so, so she can get with Shane. So she can get with Shane. All right, all right. Are, wait, Tony, are you really? Wait a minute. I, I have this question: Go. Who decided in your household between you and your oh, wife to be that you're going to watch this? No, I want to give. Oh no! This is this is a this is a group rapper. I got interested in Love Is Blind because I saw the recap of season one. I didn't even had no connection to. She wanted to check out because she had already seen season one. She wanted to watch the the recap. And I was like, all right, sure. This seems like a, you know, interesting concept for for a dating show and a new spin on the reality TV scene. So I was like, I'll give it a check out. And I was like on the edge of my seat with the tension that's going on. So you so were, I was like actually entertained by this. Yeah, it, it's entertaining. It's very, very entertaining. I would I'm telling you, Russ, if I wasn't introduced to it by my girlfriend or my fiance now. I probably would have just scoped it out and watched it just on my own. It's that entertaining. One thing I thought was weird and uh, this just general, like genuinely felt strange watching it is the way that they get together. The guy has to propose. So the women have to just kind of like wait and see what happens. And I, I didn't like, 
in terms of fairness and in terms of kind of like the show would be better. I was, I'm surprised they didn't let it go either way. Like either side could, what, what's the deal think, with that tone? Did they ever explain that? No, I just think, but maybe by the numbers. And again, I don't have these numbers, but maybe the thought is a woman most likely wouldn't do, wouldn't do it. Would never propose to a man. I don't know of any women that would do it. My fiance said she would have never done it. If I was just kind of lingering around and hold on, she would have never done it. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Would 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 Ashley have proposed to you, Jason? No, no, no. So I think they just kind of assume that women, most women, wouldn't want to be proposed to or want to propose. It was almost as good as my favorite dating show of all time, Flavor of Love. Oh man, I love Flavor of Love. This man, Jason. Flavor Love was musty TV. What did it come on? Every every Monday? Somebody Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love was a, a that was solid. That was entertain that was entertaining TV. Ah. <laughs> uh, remember when that lady pooped on the floor? That's, that's what I just said. <laughs> you you can't today, like I it was it's the it's the staple. It started all reality TV dating. Love and, I, love I don't know if that's true. Now, as entertaining as Flavor of Love, because I've watched Flavor of Love, so I know what the bar is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm the surprised either of you have watched that. I'm surprised either of you have seen that because that's way back. That's like that early or mid mid two thousands, isn't yeah. it? I was like fifth, sixth grade, fourth, fifth grade when uh, Flavor okay, of Love right. came out. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was sentient. Okay. That was that was a family I'm sentient. Uh, that was that was that was a family, family program right there. Man. That was definitely not a family show. But <laughs> everybody just get, you just had everyone gather around, turn the fireplace on, get some popcorn, and watch Flavor of Love. I have a hard time believing in the Gill household. They were just watching Flavor of Love as a family. <laughs> Flavor of Love was dope, man. Can I say one thing before we uh we get off of Love Is Blind? Yes. If you're somebody out there and you are currently or have been interested in Russ Dorsey, the statement made by Jason Lee <laughs> 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 can be an opinion alone and do not just represent the compliment. Of Russell Dorsey. This next segment is titled, Can I Blow You? John Morant, Russ, we've been talking about him quite a bit throughout the season, and it's a really, really good time to be John Morant coming off 52, I believe it was. Career high against yeah. the Spurs, forty six. The game before against the Bulls, um, <laughs> former career high, <laughs> short lived. <laughs> Everybody's talking about John Morant right now, and you can talk about the statistics. You can talk about the MVP race. Uh, the thing that I love watching about him, and this is maybe you know more of a subtle detail, I love the incredible body control that he has. Here is my question for you guys on that, like. He's not a big dude. He has a very slight frame. He's listed and at I know, 6'3", 174. And I know, yeah, and the 174 is definitely, like, with weights on. But yeah, listed, listed. Listed, yes. <laughs> but it's one of those things, like, I know that's a, a reason many people are concerned about his health long term. But maybe it's also the reason that he might not have the wear and tear. Because it's not like he has a lot of weight on him mm-hmm. to wear his, those knees and joints down. Uh, so, you know, when KD came in the, the league, he was a small guy. 
And mm-hmm. you know, now over a decade in the league, it's not like he's gained a ton of weight. No, he looks mm-hmm. similar. So maybe, maybe that might be his thing. Like that's just his body. And who's to say if he gained weight, that wouldn't affect his game and, and his body going forward. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because uh, ESPN's Jay Williams made reference to that this week too. Don't. And now, Tony Gill reads. What's up, fellas? You found your glasses. Tony Gill with glasses is back, baby. I'm sorry that I missed out last week, guys. You guys sound mm-hmm. like you had a great show. I'm sorry I missed out uh, on that. But we are back this week. And a correlation I got a there, I think. I got a good one for you, fellas. This is from ESPN's Jay Will on Get Up, comparing John Morant to Derrick Rose and Allen Iverson. <clears throat> He has Derrick Rose athletic ability in more of an AI body. If you ever met AI, he's like 6'1, 6'2, and a buck 185. You're like, how does he does that? Like, can I can I blow you? But yes, with that body type. <laughs> Jay Williams tried again the very next day and did a little I'm bit. I'm sorry, what was the uh you made like a sound? What what came after that? Yeah. Uh can I blow you? But yes, that body type. <laughs> This is a transcript, hey. right? Yes. We're for okay. freaking yo. <laughs> Jay will continue to try to do the comparison again the next day. If you're asking me how I defined his game, it's Russell Westbrook type athletic ability, but you like wine, right? It's it's like when you open a bottle of wine. It just shoots you. You know, it's a really good wine, but it shoots out. He's more of the wine that you let the athletic ability sit in the decanter. It has more of an R&B vibe to it. It, you know, it's smoothed out. There's a Michael Jordan-esque athletic ability mixed with AI. He is the 2022 version of Allen Iverson. Second try went better for Jay Williams. Yo, my man Jay Will was on something this week. Uh, <laughs> you it's know. hard being on TV all the time, man. It's hard always being. I, I agree up. with you, it's but hard always being mic'd up. I'm. There's some things that I'm not gonna go on national TV and say. But you know what? Whatever, it's fine. Thank you, uh, Tony Gill with glasses, friend of the show. We have regular Tony Gill back. Uh, Tony, your your analysis of uh, that analysis. Hey, yo, what is my guy talking <laughs> oh about, my man? Gosh. All right, Tom, this has been fun. Yes, yes, going back, back, back in time. So much good stuff on there, man. Mm-hmm. We are uh, we are going to send you guys out with one last segment. This is about the Licky Brush, which if you've never heard of the Licky Brush, good for you. <laughs> but you're about to hear about it. It is a device that you can use as a human, as a person, to groom your cat the way that cats like to be groomed, which is to be licked. Before we get to that, uh, just one more time real quick. Tony Gill, our producer, is presented by Sheets and Giggles. You can go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. Use promo code SPORTS. You're going to get 23% off every single thing they sell. Mattress, sheets, whatever. Tone was talking earlier. You know, take the flannel boys off your bed. Mm-hmm. It's spring. Keep them. 
Yes, they they will come back in handy. You are going to want those back <laughs> when it gets cold in about six months. Until then, the sheet set is what you want. I've got two of them uh, that I alternate on my bed every couple of weeks. Hundred percent eucalyptus, silky smooth. The best part, the reason that we're telling you guys specifically about the sheet set right now, though, is as you get into the warmer months, these are sheets that really keep you cool. They're better than cotton. They're better than anything. Get the sheet set. Go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA, promo code sports. You'll get 23% off everything at Sheets and Giggles. Great Mother's Day or Father's Day gift. Great gift for really anybody on any occasion. If you've got a birthday coming up or a friend of yours or whatever that you need to get a gift for, go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. They won't be expecting it. And they'll, they'll use it. They'll be surprised, but then they'll be like, wow, this is awesome. This is they, like the best gift it. I've ever gotten. Yeah. People will use sheets. That's good, Tone. That's true. Yes, sir. Uh, Thank you. Sports Jason is also brought to you by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and get this special offer uh, with promo code ADJACENT1000. Your first bet with BetMGM gets paid back up to $1,000 in free credits if you don't win. So you can bet on the NBA playoffs, the hockey playoffs, Baseball games are up every day. Uh, and your first bet, you either win. That'd be great. I hope you do. But if you don't win, they'll pay you back up to $1,000 in free future betting credits with promo code ADJACENT1000 over at MGM. Bet MGM, the king of sports books. Here's the licky brush to take you out. And finally, Russ, I need to let you know about a product called the licky brush. That's L-I-C-K-I. You look like you already know about this. Do you know about the Licky Brush? Yo, no. Tony's the one with the big eyes on this. Like, he's got it really excited. Yo. Uh, But this is a product if you have a pet cat. Again, I'm saying literally. You guys are making all these faces. I'm talking in the strictest dictionary sense of all of these words. Uh, They have a commercial. Their their commercial starts with, uh, have you ever wanted to lick your cat? Well, now you can (laughs) Without the hairballs. So the licky brush is basically like a device that you put in your mouth. You <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Stop it. But you got to pick. And it has a tongue that comes out that has like spikes on it. And you can lick your cat with this thing. And, kinda, and that's part Jason, of grooming. Jason. <laughs> I'm Jason, where did you find this? I'm trying, let me see if I can find a picture of it for you. No. Licky brush. <laughs> Jason, it's a real thing. Uh, here, said. look. I'll show it to you, Russ. Here you go. This is what it looks like. Can you guys see? So these people will put this in their mouth. Jason, people aren't licking their cats. Well, they, I think they might be, Russ, because, uh, again, the, the commercial continues, and it says, uh, cats groom each other as a form of social bonding. As a human, you're left out of this intimate ritual. So you picture like a pacifier that has a like, you know, like a baby would use. But coming out of it is like a tongue with some little spikes on it to groom your cat. And instead of like doing it, you know, with a, a brush or something, you would do it in a licking motion. Yeah. I don't know what's weirder about this as I looked through it. The uh, I, I went through some reviews. I don't know if you, there we go. Tony's put a picture of it up there. Thanks, Tony. Yeah. I went. I was looking at this. By the way, this is uh, twenty five dollars on Amazon. So, if you're interested, if either of you ever ends up getting a pet cat, I don't have a cat. Uh, I was looking through the reviews on this. And I don't know what I enjoyed more the the one star reviews 
or the five-star reviews. I'd like to read a couple of these to you, Russ. We'll start with the one-star reviews, okay? Okay. All right, you look riveted. Eric B. writes, uh, to think people, this is a one-star review for the Licky Brush, to think people actually buy this thing is crazy. But the really funny slash up part is it took a sick mind to actually design and manufacture this animal violating thing. Uh, a user named Catface writes, my cats prefer them. <laughs> my, my cats prefer when I lick them without the device. I've been licking my cats for years. No need for fancy contraptions. Um, Jason. Ben R. I tell writes, this, so I if you have licked or are currently licking your cat, you are a freak. I bought this for my girlfriend as a gag gift, <laughs> expecting it to be thrown away. She used it. I left her. Yes, Ross? Jason, I usually reserve this uh, statement for Tony, but I'm going to tell okay. you because you deserve it now. Okay. My mom listens to this podcast, and also <laughs> your mom listens to this podcast. And uh, you this can be something you buy if you have a pet cat. Russ, you can buy this at Petco. Uh, in fact, and then here's a very practical review from Vince D. He writes uh, as a comment, the most ridiculous toy ever. First of all, it's not practical. Your jaw will get tight and sore very fast, and it is not effective. You will not be able to do a good job with your mouth. Those are all the one-star reviews. Would you like to hear any of the five-star reviews? I don't. I'll take that as a yes. Felix M writes, awesome. My, my wife loves when I use this. <laughs> Gary M writes, bought this as a gag gift for my wife. She refused to use it. You'd think everyone would want to lick their cat. Is this a, is this a dry piece of rubber? Yeah, that's right. Brian, this is another five-star review. Brian S. writes, I bought this for my sister, and she loves it. Oh, the entertainment our family had watching her lick her cats. It's something I just can't put into words right now. Watching the cat's reaction and the sounds the cats made is priceless. My sister said the experience would have been even more enjoyable had the cat licky come in a variety of mouthpiece flavors like chocolate or strawberry. She may have licked even longer. Jason... I came on this podcast and told you how upset I was with people letting dogs lick them in the mouth. Yeah, and you talk about this product where people lick cats. That's well, enough. Well, they me. use the, the, the licky tongue to lick cats. They don't actually lick yeah, the cat. That, that, I think that's more than enough from you today, sir. It's an apparatus so that they don't thank, have to. Thank lick you. Thank again, you, it Jason. Says, it says in the commercial, Russ, as a human, you're left out of this intimate ritual. Could be a new sponsor Good. for us. Good. No, no, no. I, no. I, think, uh, I think we'll be fine. We have enough good sponsors, which I'll talk about now that you're done. I'll put in a call. Um, I'll put in a call. We no, got room no. for Licky Brush. We got room. <laughs> we don't. Tony's like on here with his sheets and giggles uh, eye mask. I'm sure he'll come on here with a Licky Brush. Tony, I'm going to tell you right now, your check not coming in if you do. <laughs> well, that's how he gets can the I, Can I thank the listeners, Jason, and get us out of here, please? Uh, as long as I'm done with the yeah, that's all the linky reviews I have. Yeah, go ahead. I like to thank everybody who remained after that um, foolishness by Jason Leisure. 
Uh, I don't advocate licking cats in that sense. Russ, you're not listening. Um, this, they don't lick the cats. This I don't, is so they don't. Jason, Jason, I'm device. done. Jason, Jason, it's Jason, an apparatus. I don't care about the apparatus. You use it. it you're you're not literally licking the cat, Russ. Jason, I don't care. The apparatus weird, licks bro. the cat for you. It's so weird. simple. It's so weird. I'd like to thank everybody that listened to Sports with Jason this week. Uh, it's a decent idea. They were on Shark Tank. They were on Shark Tank presenting. Yeah, I I don't think Mr. Wonderful uh, invested in that one. I don't think he did either. Thanks for listening to Sports with Jason with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms. I'm very much adjacent. For a couple hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was like, you know what, James? You adjacent to the mother At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.